All right. Hi, guys. Welcome to Bros on Live. My name is Rowan. And my name is Misha. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, indeed. Um, so we were talking about, uh, yeah, what we were going to talk about this week. And, well, we figured out that there's something that we wanted to tackle that we have been working on for a couple of weeks now, months even. Uh, but we're still trying to get a grip on it. And that is really just managing our time. Yes. And not just during work, but also outside of work because I think it's just as important as during work of course indeed and, so um, I think that um, once you are able to do that effectively uh, you'll be you'll feel a lot more accomplished during the, the, the day of work but also during the weekends I think uh, this will help me improve also my you know my feeling of accomplishedness I think so um, yeah let's let's dig into that um, so I've been reading up on and trying a few things uh, up on time management and there were some interesting tips that kind of correlate with other subjects, um, like um, energy right. management also. Wait, 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 wait. So you, you already uh, got some tips on... All right, I'm curious. So there, there must have been tips that really resonated with what you're trying to accomplish. So let's get into that first. Like, um, where do you find uh, during your week uh, or during the weekends, I don't know, during work or your free time, what are the typical bottlenecks that you encounter that really uh, put a strain on how you're able to, to you know, distribute your your own time and relax and also just work effectively. Well, I, as of late, I've been working on a project that that quite, well took took a lot of weeks until uh, I was be, I was able to finish it. So it, it took uh, a lot of uh, effort and also a lot of focus, but not just during one week or two weeks, but multiple weeks. And I learned that I got still a lot of questions from coworkers or. Uh, or from other people outside of the organization. And I used to dig right into mails I got or uh, right. Skype messages I got. And I, I wanted to be able to to uh, answer those questions as soon as possible and not keep people waiting. Uh, but So I, you were like on the fly immediately? Like yeah. But, I, I, but then now looking back on it, then every time you get like an email or every time you get like a message from somebody, it immediately gets you out of that focus and doesn't really... Uh, yeah give you like uh, the, the, the focus or the it, it gives you the distraction and you can't really work on. Uh, and I read somewhere that uh, every time you get like a distraction, doesn't necessarily need to be an email or, or, or a Skype message or also just like a coworker talking to you, you immediately uh, lose like half an hour of work or focus. So wait, how, do, how does that work? Exactly. How it works is that you get distracted and maybe you do something to uh, help that person for instance if it's a question yeah. uh, and it also takes you time to get back into that focus all right so you're interrupting your flow exactly really. yeah. okay so yeah. it, it's not always the case of course that it's like a half an hour lost but often often it is uh, it takes more uh, it, it it could take up to half an hour of, of, of losing actual focus so for me, that was a really, uh, I think, to, that I had to learn is that I should just uh, plan in uh, the moments that I actually respond to questions and such. Yeah. And that I just uh, schedule for myself. Okay, so I have, let's say, from 11 to 11.30, I will reply to emails or messages I got. Unless it's very important, of course, unless it's like uh, something that needs to be done right away. But that's often not the case because often you need to prioritize for yourself. And often you need to also focus on your own tasks at hand and not 
you can't really always help everybody around you. But so then what is it that you do with all those ad hoc, all those ad hoc so, things? So what I in? do now, and that's something I had to learn, and I think it works really well for me, is that I collect all these questions I've got and I schedule in a time to answer all of those questions or mails or whatever, maybe once or twice in a day. And I found that that really helps me. And that's really speaking from my own experience. So that's that's something, a tip that resonated for me is that you don't have to reply to everything all at once. Right. Okay, but that's that's very like that's on a micro level, right? It is that on is a micro level, thing. but I think it does. For me, that's also a part of time management. It is, it is. But then I'm talking um, because that's usually just an example of something bigger at play. So how do you go about it in in the general lines of like your week? Do you plan your week ahead? Yes, I do try to plan my week ahead. I I uh, think uh, about what I want to um, accomplish in advance yeah. in a week. I, I want to, uh, let's say, finish this story or finish that that thing, that task at hand. And I make sure I divide those tasks uh, over the week or, uh, yeah, depends on how many time I've got. Of course, sometimes your agenda can be blocked off for certain meetings that are already in there. So you know already that you don't really have all the, all the, all the time in a day to do one task because you always have other meetings. Okay, but, but okay so you, you, you try to plan ahead. Yeah. So then the second part of my question would be, um, how often do you actually get to that planning? That is another question. It's, it's a very good question. Uh, I think um, uh, often of times you have a certain planning and the planning turns to, tends to not really be kept as you had initially uh, um, uh, uh, well set it out to be. And that's something I need to work on still. Uh, because, of course, we all know life uh, in general, it, it gives you things, it gives you, you know, challenges, it gives you, it, it changes, something around, along the way changes and you're bound to, like, divert from your planning. So that's something I still need to work on because I still need to uh, maybe start to make sure that my planning has some more room in there. So I have time to, like, handle things that uh, come right. up. Yeah, okay. But, okay, but so, so you know try to rate it it's like how often does your planning goes as schedule throughout your week do you can you say of yourself like i can't that you have managed your time effectively consistently throughout let's say the last couple of months well sometimes i have the feeling that i feel very accomplished but i don't know if it's actually something that's tangible because ultimately you need to actually maybe rate it by the work that you get done or the tasks that you actually I fit. think so. If you say like in the early week that, yo, I wanted to finish these 40 things this week and consistently you see throughout your, throughout a couple of period of a couple of months that you've constantly been pushing out 20, uh, 20 items in advance, yeah. like you move on, on to next week then. Yeah, that's, that's not, not that, that, then you just need to like look at your planning or maybe you need to look at your to-do list. Maybe it's just too much. Maybe you're just over planning or overscheduling your 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 uh, your tasks that you want to do in one one week because you I think that you also need to be realistic in terms of how many things you want to be able to finish sometimes you have the tendency to to rack up lots of tasks and do it all within one day and we end up that we end up thinking or knowing or seeing that some one task might take more time than initially expected do you also have that I that you I, like over plan or like maybe take on too many things on one day and that you end up seeing that you can't really finish everything all over. I have that I had that this week 
no, last week. I'm sorry. I had the last week. Um, it's in periods. I have noticed that once I'm like off on an emotional uh, uh, level, like, I don't know, maybe my, uh, maybe it's not my week. You know, we all have that. You don't have your week, you don't have your day, but it kind of siphons siphons into uh, my work. And I do get work done, but then less than what I want to get done, like for that week. But I do try to, this is interesting because we had, um, we had this course like a year ago at work. Was it this one? Yeah, it was this one. Uh, It's on uh, owning your own emotions because that is, that has direct what I just said. It has direct effect on me and my time. It's like if you're aware that uh, uh, emotions can drive you from being productive or not productive, like overthinking uh, certain certain decisions you make or overthinking that upcoming presentation or whatever, uh, just knowing that uh, already helps you to effectively manage your time. Um, But yeah, there's also some stuff on, on taming your reptile brain. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, that's, I think, I guess it's the subconscious. Yeah, the primal, primal yeah, the thing. Primal, the primal part of your, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that, that, that was interesting because it has a direct effect, also a direct effect, and you, without even you knowing it, you know, it, 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 it's, uh, it's the impulse. Did you tame your reptile already? Did you tame your snake, no. so to speak? That sounds wrong, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's basically, it's, you give in to impulse. The reptile brain, brain is very much a short-term memory. Or short-term uh, actions, like I'm gonna do this right now without thinking of the consequences. So it, it's contra-effective planning, really. But you need, you need. If you're aware of that, and that's already like you're halfway there. Well, it's interesting that you said that because how many times that you feel somewhat down, and you don't really remember why you feel that way, but you do feel, yeah, not really happy or something, or you feel kind of down or like kind of, you know sad but you don't really but you don't really know what led to that feeling so i think that's and that's interesting that you would say such a thing because i think indeed uh of course if you're not feeling good about yourself or you're not really feeling good at that day or in that week or whatever it also of course uh distracts you from your tasks and 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 it does i think your efficiency does suffer from that uh, so what I what I learned or what I what I read is that um, I think writing down all the discretion and all the things that keep you back mm-hmm. and setting uh, setting up a list with all those things that set you back might also give you insight as to okay you're alert okay so I'm going that way I'm feeling this kind of way owning up to that feeling you know like you said just now I think that will also just get everything in perspective say to yourself okay I'm dealing with this. Um, and this I've noticed. Uh, these might be the reasons I'm I'm, I'm distracted, and um, you know, I I get that. I had this. Uh, I had this. I literally had it this week. I already told you we saw each other early this week, and I had a little bit of a down week. You just asked me like a couple hours ago. How was your week? Like, well, it's slow, but um, I've noticed that I'm very like sensitive to. I don't even know how to word it feelings maybe or like getting into like let's say if if i watch tv now i haven't watched tv in like a while like consistently i only turn it on just to watch a press conference or whatever yeah i mean it's but once i do like i noticed this week that's been i've been watching a little bit more tv maybe that's like a trigger i have it's it's a distraction but you sit and you watch and it's not active and it's 
it's not really getting you anywhere, really. You're just watching something. Yeah. And I've watched stupid stuff this week. It's, you see? So I'm very, uh, and once I'm in that mode, it's hard to get out. It's hard to get out and do those uh, staircase runs I do. You know, or it's hard to get out to do like, I don't know, short walk for with 2,000 so, steps or something like that. So because you like watch TV and you feel like you're not really doing anything productive, it gets you like in a sad mode or something. Yes. And that's, that's, what keeping, that's what's keeping you from doing anything else and you just sit there, you know, grind. Uh, yeah, well, okay. Yeah. I, I kind of I get that. I kind of get that. But then it's active also. Like it's, it's once I'm in that mode. Yeah. Yeah, but you actually start to think of it. It's like, oh, you know what? I've been sitting, t- I've been sitting here watching TV for like an hour or two hours. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my evening's already shot. And let's just... But you know what that does, right? Let's just call it. I, I, it's, I really recognize this stuff. Really, I do. I have, I have the same with just spending weekends that I think back on Monday morning. And, you know, I just spent an entire weekend playing FIFA and sitting inside and not really doing anything productive. Right. And then I feel bad about having spent the weekend that way. But... What it essentially does is it, it keeps you from actually enjoying not only just your free time, but also just from enjoying life, I think. And that, that's, that's possibly dangerous because it doesn't really help you in staying happy or staying positive. So I think at least what I've learned is what I thought to myself is, okay, you might feel unhappy about how you spend a certain uh, time of your free time or s- uh, maybe a few hours of, you know, watching TV and not mm-hmm. happy about that. But you can't really let that, you know, si- you, you, you can't let that sink in, but you, but it doesn't, it's, I think it's not right to ha- let that accept, uh, or affect uh, the rest of your week or day or, because that's also not healthy. It's, it's uh, I, you, ultimately you ne- need to let it go. Well, yeah, eventually, but... Um that that's the part of what I mentioned earlier about that reptile brain stuff. It's uh it's very much short term. What? It's hard to shake that feeling. I know. It is, but what what works is that you need you need to be aware. This this is like short term stuff that you're doing, right? Impulse stuff, not logically or, uh, or using your sense, your reasoning. Uh, but what what can help is actually scare yourself, like scare yourself into. If I'm going to sit here and watch TV for another hour, I'm not going to get to what I wanted to finish for this day, which means that tomorrow I'll be behind. I'll have more work to do tomorrow. And actually going out for a worst case scenario, from a worst case scenario, that that effectively helps. It helps me. I'm not sure if it's the right well, way to go about it, but... It might help you get out the cash, but I'm also... Of course, some things might help for people and for others it might not help. But... Okay, so let's say you're scaring yourself. Yeah. You have to get up off that, off that couch and yeah. again, you need to do something productive. Does it also ultimately make you happy? I, I'll tell you what, like the, the, the small, it's like also like smallest step that I can do. It's very pathetic, actually, if I think about it, what, <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> it's, but but what, what's very, uh, what helped me is I got off that couch yeah. and I was actually, I was thinking about, all right, so I need to get back to my, uh, to my office. I need to work on this, but. Uh, that, that's like another an hour sit, two two hours sit. Mm-mm, what can I do to, to trigger kickstart myself? So what I could do is I literally rolled off the couch, like literally, and I did some push-ups. Yeah. But that that got me active. It's like okay, well I've done my push-ups. Well now better finish those forty twists. So I did the forty Russian twists, and that got me triggered. It's like okay, you know now I'm up, I'm active. Let's just let's just can it, and I got in the office. So maybe making it small and, and, and easy, like the small wins. We, we talked about this like a couple of episodes ago. 
I think that's 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 a great way to fool your mind or trigger your mind to, to get into the bigger stuff. And that also siphons into, uh, uh, you know, the rest of your week and how you manage your it week. Does. It does. I, I Planning, think, uh, et cetera. Of course, last week we talked about routines and um, it's the small wins that, that small wins that get you going, of course, like the, 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 the morning uh, push-ups you planned yourself doing or the, the morning squats or the Russian twists or whatever, or making your bed or it's the small wins, of course, that, that get you in that positive mindset. That's, and that's good. But also I... I also think about how do we make sure that the relaxation time we have, like for instance, the weekends or the evenings, how do we make sure that we maximize uh, um, that relaxation time? Because that's something I've also noticed is that, of course, like you said, uh, you felt bad about watching the TV and then you uh, uh, um, thought about things that could go, could go very wrong yeah. and then that scared you into action. And I'm I'm wondering is how do I do we level off? How do we keep that balance as to not forcing our, ourselves to do too much? Of course, we need to be active, and of course, you you get a sense of uh, accomplishment afterwards once you finish a task, and that's really good. And I and I and I think it's that's something that you need to stick to. But also, how do we keep that balance as to uh, uh, giving ourselves time to relax and maybe just do nothing for a while? How do you, how do we keep that balance? Because that's that's something I'm also well, I wouldn't say struggling with, but it's 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 something that always in my mind and 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 um, often of times I think about back about weekends and then I and I think to myself I should have spent that in a better way, I should have done more, I should have done that, or I should have maybe done something else. I think it all overflows. There are certain key things here. Having a productive week will automatically allow you to have a, a weekend you enjoy, I guess, even if you're doing nothing. Yeah. If you can say, like, I was productive at work, you can say in the week, you can, like, you can be okay with, like, playing FIFA, like, an entire Saturday evening. It's like, whatever, this is my time. I was productive at work. I deserve this. But I think planning comes in. And um, I think it's rare that, that somebody sticks to its, uh, its planning, yeah. like, 100%. So I think it's about setting goals. Like you said, goals for this week or next week, things that you want to do in the major lines. Yeah. And you try to break it down for the rest of the week yeah. uh, within the back of your mind that you have a start, start time and an end time. Like this is the amount of time I reserve for my work, mm -hmm. for my work. That's either personal projects, that's either uh, office related stuff, whatever. But in, in this time chunk, I work in this time chunk. I have my breaks, calculate your breaks in. Because that's very important because people, you do that. I called you out on it this week. So like you just go. Yes. And I, I think I also said that last week is that I still need to work on taking those scheduled breaks because I've noticed that sometimes I feel bad about taking like a small planned break mm -hmm. because I don't want to get behind. But ultimately, it keeps you from getting forward because still then if you do not take breaks after maybe a few hours, your focus is going to suffer from that. Because your focus is kind of lost during the day since you don't really take any breaks. You don't give yourself time to recharge. And I've noticed that ultimately you'll become more susceptible for distractions. Mm -hmm. And that ultimately leads you into, uh, to being less productive. So it's something that I still have to learn. I, say, I think something I still have to actually actively, you know, place in my day. And I've tried to do it uh, uh, some more times. I also try to do more push-ups and stuff. And 
I think I'm making some advancements, but I'm still not entirely there. But it's definitely something, I read it also just now this morning again, definitely something I need to work with. So it's it's a good tip, thanks. And I definitely will be uh, yeah, testing out that more and s- seeing what works for me and what kind of, you know, the, the yeah, fight. Yeah, make a variation on it. You know, I, I just had a very clear uh, uh, black night picture or day night picture uh, last week. You know, when I was very, very productive, like uh, two weeks, three weeks straight, like a couple of months ago, it was very much because I did have my goal set out for that week. Yeah. Uh, there were also a lot of meetings I had in that week. So that creates, which I think is also important for effective time management, is uh, like social pressure. If you know that you have to talk with somebody, either a stakeholder or maybe from your girlfriend, if it concerns like uh, f- a free, free time, your own personal free time, yeah. you, you know, th- that is something you need to work towards. You know, you have to present, you have to like expose yourself. You don't want to, you don't want to get embarrassed. So you do the work, you know, you make sure you get that deadline in. So when it comes to that, it's like, for me, it's like taming that reptile brain part. It's like more thinking ahead, reasoning, plan, but don't plan in detail because you're never going to stick to your detailed planning. You you spec out 20 things you're going to do for that week. It's like no chance in hell you're going to get to the 20. Right. So try to make it like globally because there are a lot of like variable and factors. And try to make it work. realistic also. If you notice that you can't really perform 20 tasks on a day, for instance, yeah, of course, uh, maybe uh, for a week uh, it, it, it's, it's acceptable. But for a day, of course, 20 but might be way too much. Uh, learn from that also. I, I had to learn from that also, not just with responding directly to emails because that's ultimately also a task in the day. Try to combine that and be be realistic about the things you can do in one day. Because ultimately, if you don't finish that task list that you set for yourself and it's not realistic, you're not going to feel accomplished afterwards, after the workday, because you think, oh, I haven't done all the things I wanted to do. But maybe that wasn't really uh, uh, realistic to begin with. That's That's true. And then there's another thing. Let's say you do this, right? Actively reflect on how effective you are in a week. Because if you do this and you're not effective, you're not able to finish that 20 stuff. Then the next week you start planning again yeah. with another 20 stuff. And then stuff. you keep staying in that same cycle because yeah. you haven't learned. You're not from learning. Yeah. So That's a good actively thing. reflecting is very, very important. So, okay, next to feeling accomplished about, you know, being productive at work. Because ultimately you said just now that allows you to feel more relaxed in the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Makes sense. I think I also recognize myself in that. How do we do also then do some moderate planning for the free time you have? Because, of course, you have your own goals you want to reach. Maybe you want to clean something that's really a lot, a big task in the house. Maybe you want to clean up that mold from the ceiling in the, in the bathroom. Or maybe you want to fix something off the floor. Maybe you want to do some, I don't know, some painting or such. How do we make sure that we, like, do some moderate planning for things we have to do in our free time, but not over plan it? Because we also want to get that get to that relaxed state. I think again, it's like uh, small chunks. I think that works for me. I'm not saying that maybe it's wrong, but it works for me. It's like if I if I uh, um, if I know that I need to that I get weary or demotivated or even like in a bad place emotionally. If I know that I need to fix the house or clean the house, like the big cleanup, like it's such a hassle, such a big task. You don't want to get to it. You know what I noticed also is that, and maybe I don't do it enough. But sometimes, of course, you get overwhelmed. Sometimes, you know, 
you get overwhelmed, not just in a personal life, but could also be during work that you have such many tasks, so many tasks, and you have to do them all by yourself and there's no way to get help or maybe there's something else that's bugging you, maybe also something emotionally that you haven't really uncovered yet. And sometimes, you know, life can get overwhelming at times. Yeah, and part partly, I do have to say, like uh, things at work, if you have too much uh, work on your plate and it's consistent, then that's on you partly. You should take a step back. Yeah, and you should actually reflect, yo, how much can I actually do or have on my plate throughout the week? That's a big part of effective time management is knowing what your capabilities are. So being you also to, need to learn to say no. Being able to reflect, being able to learn of, 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 of past mistakes you made, m- might have made. And I would, of course, say no, definitely say no. I think that's also, and I, 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 I also started learning that because I was a, of course, people say, yeah, you're a ma- yes man or you're a, ma- a no man, you know, and that's fine. You know, people can say those kind of things. But ultimately, being a yes man all the time also doesn't really get you any further because ultimately it's going to lead you to maybe doing multitasking, maybe picking up too much things and not being able to, to, to finish everything. And when people are uh, expecting something from you because you say yes. You're going to let them down. They're not going to be happy. And maybe it wasn't really realistic to begin with. So I think that's a really good tip of you that you just gave is like learn to say no, learn to be realistic. And I think also for me, what helped is, and I think I still need to do it, you know, in the future is taking a step back and thinking about, okay, so what helped me back today? Yeah. Uh, what, what were my distractions? How come? Why am I feeling like this? I think it's also the same as with, you know, being negative sometimes, having negative thoughts, taking a step back, asking yourself, how this did this come about? How did I get myself in this position? Or why am I feeling like this? Taking a step back, looking at the things you've done before. I think that also, maybe it's a universal tip, not just for yeah, managing it's, feelings, it's, but also managing time and such. Yeah, not even that. It's like managing yourself. She's like, you need to grow as a person. You can't like endlessly keep doing what you're doing if it's wrong what you're doing. That's for one. Um, yeah, detach yourself. Um, but here's one effect of actually. Uh, they call this uh, Zeitgarnik effect. Um, the Zeitgarnik effect. It's basically that, that you, um, there's a part of your brain that, that you, you can actually nurture to this. This is that you want to see the end product really. If you, can't see, if you can't see the end product or finish what you're doing, then those unfinished tasks will uh, be in the back of your head. Yes, and they will like, keep you from relaxing or exactly. keep, maybe keeping you from doing other things. Exactly. So what, they, um, what, they, or what, the, what, the, what the model says that you should do is, remember how I talked to you about uh, those 50-minute sprints I do in an hour and then decompress for five minutes? Well, what I said earlier, you need to calculate in the breaks that you have because breaks are good. You don't interrupt your workflow uh, for anything but breaks, pretty much. That's what this model says. And then um, uh, what works is that you work in these time chunks uh, of 60 to 90 minutes. Well, I actually do this. I didn't know that I was doing it, but I do it for 50 minutes because that's just my attention span because I'm a squirrel. I really can't. (laughs) I I can't keep concentrated that that often. Yeah, I'm a squirrel. Um, but yeah, in the 60 to 90 minutes, you, you have uninterrupted work. Don't look your phone, set the timer 
for that hour. And then uh, you're able to be productive and you're able to get a lot of work done in that 60 minutes. And also, I think you are, I think um, you feel good about actually taking that break because, because you've earned it. It's you've you've it's, done your yeah. It's not about it's not necessarily about the break. You know, the break is is good for you to like uh, get some fresh energy back. It's about that once you get that sixty to ninety minutes of work in, uh, chances are you're highly effective or highly productive. So the next you wanna you actually wanna enter into that next sixty to ninety minutes of work because you wanna work towards that end result. And that way, passively, you're getting all those tasks done. You're working towards an end result. And, well, that keeps you from going home with all these unfinished tasks in your mind because you've effectively got stuff done. Okay, so how... So let's say, of course, uh, there can always be uh, an unfinished task. Even though we we work in sprints or we we do our uh, uh, scheduled uh, breaks, life throws many things at you. could also be unfinished tasks often. So how do we go with actually closing off? Because it, it's also important. I read is that you need to close off your workday and let things rest. Yeah. And think, take things with you. So how do we then get ourselves mentally from closing off and leaving things at the workplace and not taking things with you at home? Because you need to re- go into that relaxing state. You need to recharge for the next day. And you need to take control of your own free time in the evenings during the workdays. Also, of course, in the weekend. Well, there are things that you can you can control and things you can't control. Like, let's say something um, occurs on work with a colleague that is interpersonal, you know, like maybe a, a bad comment or whatever. It's hard to shut off your emotions. So maybe you'll take that home, right? It shouldn't be a consistent thing because if so, then your colleagues pretty much suck. But <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I mean, they, they, they are sucking at that time. I mean, if okay. They, if they're yeah. making bad comments and they're making right. you feel like shit, of course. Then, yeah, of course. And they course. suck. Yeah. Yeah. Then they suck. That's indeed. not nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. In that case, they suck. But then it's, it's okay if you take that home. Now, the things you can't control is how much work you get done. And I'm telling you, if you get work done throughout the day, if you're productive, you know, if you get... You what? did everything you could. Exactly. And if you got like six to seven like things off your task, that's a lot. You know, six to seven tasks off your, off your plate in a day. Then you're able to like go home and sit on the couch and be like, okay, you know what? I deserve this. I deserve a, a nice break. Yeah. And you're telling your mind the same way that you're... Um, are so you? it's like acceptance. Acceptance, but also just being realistic. I did what I could. I did finish a lot of things but i just en- ended up not being able to th- do all my list and that's that's, that's okay right. you know just accepting it and that is you're, you're telling yourself your brain that yeah okay i deserve this and you you do because you did work it's uh it's called high high goal priming condition it's where you just you, you go for the biggest things first like this can affect Correct, the, yeah. the early of your week if start you say, off with the most difficult task in the morning since you're still you know Got the whole day ahead of you and then go about, you know, about the rest of the remaining tasks that are maybe less difficult. Yeah, but you can actually like uh, um, take that throughout your week because we all know like early in the week you're more productive than later in the week because and the, same the weekend course, is coming. You can apply it to your personal life also because let's say you have to do that, you know, that cleaning of the bathroom or something or of the shower. Maybe that's going to take a lot of time, you know, scrubbing off the mold or... 
um, cleaning all the tiles or whatever, or using that, you know, detergent it needs to sit in and absorb and then ultimately work on the ceiling, for instance, you know. That's that's a that's a timely task. It's a it's a it's a time consuming task. So yeah, start with that in, in the beginning of the day, so you already have that you know cleared off the list. Because otherwise, um, for me that works. Of course, overwhelming. If you have like a lot of tasks before you, you still need to finish, and they're all quite you know enormous tasks that might feel a bit overwhelming. So I think yeah, it's definitely good to start with the biggest task at hand, especially in the mornings. Yeah. Yeah, mornings, weekends, whatever, because that, that works for me. Yeah, I don't know, somebody's drilling. Yeah. Um, like, I want to enter into my Sundays, yeah. literally the Sundays, because that is like the day that I actually feel like I have weekend, because usually I have social things on Saturday. Yeah. I want my Sunday to be, have a clean house. I want to wake up, uh, get into my kitchen, clean, clean uh, kitchen, uh, how the fuck, sick, That's, that kind of shit. No dishes, whatever, yeah. you know? And I want to, I want to maintain it. So then on Monday, I like enter into my week with a clean house also. Yes. So a clean house, clean start, you know, makes you feel good, makes you feel relaxed. Especially now that we're at home more, of course, we're confronted with maybe I'm not sure if if that actually, I've been, I've been wondering, it's like I clean a lot more now, like in yeah, between, maybe like yeah, I, it does I something do for you. Clean. Maybe it's 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 something that you know it's it's I wouldn't say therapy, but maybe it's like you know comforting because um, you're doing work to uh, maybe just to de-stress and also oh, to you're, you're you're right. That actually is something. I remember I, this week I had like a pile of clothes in the corner of my bedroom. We all know those piles. Didn't or, those, help. Or, the, or the chairs. No, really, but it didn't help. It didn't help my mood. No. Like, real, I was like, ah, shit, I still have to How sort all this clothes out. Do you walk uh, in your living room and you're looking around you, you see dust, you still need to vacuum clean. You, you look at maybe that blanket that's somewhere, you know, thrown halfway across the couch. You're looking at maybe uh, laundry still drying in the, in the living room if you don't really have that much space. Mm-hmm. It's nice or... You know, and, and getting rid of that it's a task. clutter, it's another getting task. rid of that clutter it piles like up. cleaning up your own, it's, it feels like cleaning up your own mind. Yeah. It might sound strange, but I, I think it does work like that. For me, it does, at, le- at least. And I think it feels quite, it, it gives you an accomplished feeling, I think, once you do that. So there's lots of stuff waiting uh, for me in the living room, I can tell you that right now. But uh, how do you... Then, um, like what we talked about, like social time, mm-hmm. like I'm starting to see uh, hanging out with friends and all that kind of stuff. I try to plan that throughout the week. Yeah. And sometimes with people I'm close, more freely with throughout the weekends. But I do consider it a obligation, a task. Do you see it that way? An obligation to hang out with people? No. A social obligation, Sometimes, sorta, yeah. but like I actually like reserve a time block because I know like okay, so uh, Thursdays are usually like hectic. I'm gonna, you know, I want some relaxation after that. So if I'm gonna plan a dinner, it's not early in the week because I need to be like focused on work and that kinds of stuff. Well, ultimately, you plan, you want to plan personal um, things or uh, you know, hanging out with friends. Um, 
Uh, especially if it's in the evening, you just want to plan it on a day that you're free after that day. Of course, that's like the, uh, the ideal planning for you. At least that's for me it is. And sometimes, yes, sometimes you have social things and those feel like an obligation. And it's, I wouldn't say that it's bad necessarily because maybe you actually go to that social meeting and then it turns out to be, you know, a lot of fun. And then afterwards you think, well, that was a good time, you know, why, 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 why did it feel it? As an obligation in the first place. Yeah, no, no okay. I, I don't mean it like that. I don't mean like, oh, such an obligation to go to going out. But it's more like when we're talking about time management, I try to effectively plan like social engagements later in the week. Yeah. I'm not sure. Do you do that or are you like more on the fly? Well, the, the, the thing for me is that, you know, when it comes to um, social things is that, you know, I, I feel like my days go by really quickly, especially during the week since I have maybe a bit longer hours and than people because I work four days instead of five so I have like longer days and um, I feel like I need to get in bed uh, at a an orderly manner like at least like around 10 or something that I can like wake up uh, at the right time so I don't really feel you know exhausted or something I just want to go to bed uh, at that time so I I rather have like plan my social things maybe in the weekends actually that I have more time but, but also then, with your girlfriend. Yeah, also of course, spending time with your with with, uh, with your partner is also very important. So you need to like find a balance in that. No, but I mean, do you do that? It's like let's say uh, you guys live together. Like you have maybe um, dinner together. You always have dinner together, probably. But uh, are you like? Do you go out for dinner? Maybe like a ladder in the week or in the weekends? Do you save that for the weekends or sometimes? Like, hey, no, but I Monday. I'd rather do that. It feels like I can enjoy uh, it a bit more if I don't have to think, oh, I need to get be uh, be in bed by 10 because I have to go to work the next day. Uh, it feels like I can enjoy it more if I do those kind of things on a day that, I, that I'm off. Right. Uh, so I'd rather have it, you know, somewhere later in the week, of course. Uh, but sometimes, you know, you need to break that cycle. You need to break that cycle of going to work, going to bed, going to work, going to bed, or actually just working and going to bed so sometimes it's good to just you know go out you know and do something uh that you normally maybe don't do and just go to go go out for dinner f f during the week or something um I, I i did that last week i i think on monday i went to get some takeout and it, it turned out that you could just also eat in the restaurant because they they've opened now again oh that that restaurant yeah, but but I but it's something that I wouldn't normally do. Normally, I would just say to myself, "Okay, uh, I, I I had a work day and I just want to go and maybe do some." Yeah, well, yeah, and also so sometimes you, you just need to listen. If, if some if your partner has like a, a certain thing she wants, you just want to also you know be able to uh, facilitate her in the, in that you know that need for a certain meal she wants to have or something even though you might not really feel like that or something. and So, yeah. But, uh, no, I've... Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, okay. I, I, I'd rather do, you know, some cooking at home during the week. Yeah, okay. Personally. So but you also reserve, like, your uh, uh, social engagement, all yeah, that kinds of stuff to, to times I think that you're also free and maybe, off. Yeah, but I, I think also, like you said, is that you need to like break the cycle and go out and you know see something else, especially if you're working at home all these uh, weeks. The only thing you're seeing during the week is actually just 
the inside of your house. Yeah. Maybe a few walks you're taking. So then, it, you know, if you feel up to it and you feel like you want to go someplace, let's say go to the beach or something, it's good to break that cycle and just to enjoy also the outdoors. You should, because it's very simple. If you're like, <clears throat> if you're having a bad day, you're in the house the entire day. That that bad mood will stick to the house, and then yeah, it's bad associations, really negative ones. So you need to go out and you know uplift your day, sorta. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. All right. Well, this is interesting. I think we can uh, do an entire episode about this. Maybe we should. We're gonna let. We're gonna do this. We're gonna circle back on this in a couple of weeks. And we're gonna use some tips that we uh, we just explained. Or I'm gonna try to stick to what I've been doing like a couple of months ago. What I've been slacking of, uh, but let's let's round it up then. Like, what do you want to say to our listeners? Things that they should get into right now, and then I'll go after that. Well, what I the the main gains I had to learn from is that you know uh, don't really uh, if it's if it's about work uh, don't really go into answering questions or emails right away. Plan for yourself. Okay, this time I want to focus on my task at hand. And then I have maybe 10 minutes or later on a day, I have an hour to answer all the questions that people uh, were uh, asking me. If, if I can, you know, uh, postpone it a bit. You know, if it's not really, I have to do it right now, then you can postpone it and then collectively answer all the questions later on in a day. Yeah. So like, like the town blacks you, you, you uh, said just now, I think that's really a gain. And also just not, you know, breaking the focus and going into that email or try to answer that question that's really a large game for me also i think for me also a gain is to think um to, to take a step back and think about okay what are my obstacles at this time is it just a feeling or is it like uh, another distraction i have that keeps me from getting my focus reflecting that's also i think for me it's a really important thing uh, and i think to just be more realistic in terms of planning for the week uh, and also, uh, if you don't really feel accomplished, make sure you make up for that unaccomplished feeling the next day. You know, turn turn your your mood around by telling yourself that you are, in fact, doing everything you can to uplift that productivity, uplift that efficiency. And when it comes to to personal things, I think that you just have to lay out for yourself what you want to reach in the weekend. Make sure to also have enough relaxation time, and. Um, like I said just now, also reflect. If you feel badly about the weekend you spent by maybe doing too much uh, playing of games or not going outside enough or doing something that you felt that, were, that wasn't really making you feel accomplished or make, wasn't really making you feel fulfilled, take that with you and make sure you turn it around the next weekend and make the most out of it, you know? Right. Um, you have to look back in your weekend and say, well, you know, it was a good weekend. And that will also give you the energy to, to go on with the week and uh, spend it in a more positive manner, I think. Yeah. So for me, that's the things that I took with me uh, from this. Yeah. Well, to add on that last point, for me then, it's like it works the other way around also. It's like I'm all for getting that productive weekend. Indeed, don't stick to unrealistic plans or plannings throughout the week. You're never going to get... 20 items off your, off, your, off your list, like in one day, it's highly unrealistic. So stick to proper planning, realistic planning, reflect constantly on what you're able to do in a day or in a week. And instead of looking at like quant 
quantity stuff. Like don't look at 20 items you want to work off an entire week or in a day. Look at goals, like goals you want to set, goals you set for that week. Try to reach them. Uh, when it concerns like being effective on a day, managing your time, again, add on that what you said was um, uh, like the, those variable things that come in, the emails, uh, the distractions, don't interrupt your workflow. Um, like I said earlier, that side gardening effect, just work yeah. in those, those small chunks, those sprints, uh, fool your brain because your brain then wants to like Thing finish. reptile. Yeah, that, that's the other part. That's another part, actually. I, I will say that, but the side gardening is actually your brain uh, wants to finish stuff. So you fool your brain uh, by getting into that 60 minute or 90 minute block of work. Uh, you fool it to actually continue that next 60 to 90 minutes to actually get to the end result and product. So, and adding upon that, just start. Just start with, don't procrastinate. If you know you're a procrastinator, yeah. then... Yeah, that, uh, that leaves you feeling very frustrated. And then I think the time at the desk at hand becomes even more difficult. Well, no, the, the part is with, if you're a procrastinator, then you're letting that reptile part of your brain dominate. So you need to dominate your own social, uh, your own emotions. And you can do that by saying, you know, okay... If I don't finish this, if I don't get started on this, then it will result in this, 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 and that. And usually those are realistic. Like you don't want to enter into your weekend all stressed out because you had an unproductive week. No. So dominate those 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 emotions you have and make sure that's like dominate the lizard. Exactly. Dominate that lizard. And yeah, the one thing is get out of that room full of distractions. If you need to work, set away your phone. Maybe not even listen to music. Something that could also be Exactly. Like if I if I are a catchy tune, I'm like into it, you know? Yeah, I mean, like singing along and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So get rid of that. And basically that that's just it. Just for that, stick to that. If if in my in my vision, if you have a productive week, you have a productive weekend. And with productive weekend I mean like relaxing. A relaxing weekend. And it also works the other Balance way around. Balance it out. It has to be a productive weekend to have a good week. Wow. That's a never-ending It's a circle cycle. of life. Yeah. Right. You Simba? Mind is blown. You Simba or Mufasa? Yeah. You're Simba? All right. I'll be, I'll be Scar. And you can smear stuff on my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Rafiki. That's the baboon. Oh, that's Rafiki. <laughs> Are you calling me a monkey? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so all right that, that's about it that's a good talk let's let's just round it up misha where can people find you online everyone uh, can find me on instagram misha.b and also of course on our shared uh, profile bros on life and where can people find you rowan well also on instagram at rowan stefan and of course on our instagram page at bros on life all right thank you everyone for listening and we will see you on the next podcast episode